Shawn Michaels. Um can we talk about when the hat flew off? What was going through our minds? Because I sat there and please don't judge me by this. And the first thought is, oh my god, does he have cancer? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm like, did I miss well, something? Like well, I'm not even trying to make a joke. Well, I got I worried. Not. Yeah, I seriously got worried for a second. I'm not even trying to like. I'm laughing now, but that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, why is this guy bald? And like, you know, he just made a life choice to shave his head. But honestly, that was it's horrible. But that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, is Shawn Michaels sick? And I don't realize it because I was a big Shawn Michaels fan growing up. Um, as far as him bald, it was one thing to watch him uh cut his hair, but um now it's bald. Yeah. And you know what it also reminded me of almost? Brett Michaels. <laughs> Brett Michaels. Bandana, except Shawn Michaels forgot to put the hair piece in. Yeah. All right. Every rose has its thong. <laughs> but yeah, because you look at Brett Michaels, there's no way that guy, that's not his hair. Yeah. No. Okay. No. So that was another thing I thought of then. Like, I had so many mixed emotions and thoughts when that went on. I completely neglected the fact that Undertaker and Kane were, like, taking it to him and taking it to Triple H. Yeah. I'm just, like, sitting there. I was like, oh, my God, he's bald. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. It was kind of like, not like a horror movie, but I'm like, you know, it was a state of shock. Yeah. You know? You like, kind of like at the end back. of the corny Scream movies when you first saw him and you figured out who the killer was. You're like, oh! <gasps> yeah. You know, I was like, oh, my God, where's this You're like, wait. Was that really him? Yeah. Something is missing. Yeah. It was like the first time Triple H. I'm going to stress again. When I said, is he sick? It wasn't meant to be a joke. That's the first thing that crossed my mind. I'm like, oh my God, did I miss something? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. I was I was in a state of shock as well. I I wasn't expecting it. But like I said, I feel like it's, uh, it's like the first time Triple H shaved his head. And you were like... Yeah. Wait a, wait a second. What's you, going on? You know what the thing was with that? Triple H's haircut leaked online. Like, it leaked. There's photos leaked online prior to him hitting the TV where Shawn Michaels, I did not see anything pop up yeah. online. I saw a short haircut, Shawn Michaels, but I didn't see all Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I did see a, a meme pop up saying, uh, when was the last time you saw uh, Triple H? And Stone Cold Steve Austin in the ring yeah. together. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, there's a couple good ones. Going yeah, on what, were you, what were your thoughts on uh, Shawn Michaels' new hair choice? I think he's just trying to compete with his buddy Triple H. But if you also think about it, Undertaker and Kane have had those haircuts in the past too. I really could give two shits about their haircuts. The trying to compete with the old hairstyle that Undertaker and Kane had back in the day. It's not the first time. I don't care about the haircuts. Um, I just, the one thing that popped in my head, first Undertaker, when he was standing over him, uh, talk about a receding hairline if we want to go that route. But anyway, the the main thought that I think is interesting about this whole thing is we once again have part-timers as the focus of the main event storylines. Uh, we've been complaining about it with Brock Lesnar for years, and now we're getting it with the Brothers of Destruction and DX, which is fine. It is what it is. Um, it seems like uh, all over TV in general, you got a lot of that, that instead of new ideas and new people coming to the forefront, a lot of times it's like spinoffs or a TV series that just never seem to end. Um, I don't really have an opinion on it. Uh, it. It was entertaining for what it was. Um, that wasn't 
to me, that wasn't my favorite segment, though. My favorite segment was how, and Stephen referenced this last night in our group text, uh, the reaction that Kevin Owens and Elias got from the Seattle faithful uh, when they started bashing on the Supersonics. Yes. That, Dude. I did not expect they that. They could not speak. I mean, for God's sakes, Elias had to ask them to raise the volume on his microphone because they were that loud. Like, when you watch that on TV – I don't care if you had your little soundbar set on sports, theater, you know, whatever the hell. The fans were destroying them. And the funny part is if you watch it over again, Kevin Owens, you could tell, like, I don't know if you want to laugh or whatever, but he had a look on his face like, oh, shit. Yeah, we, we just we hit a sore spot we, right We there. got him. We yeah. got him. Like, we, we that got was amazing. Yeah. They, they seriously, you know, took the bad guy angle, said what they had to say, and they got that crowd to turn on them. Like, yeah. you know, Elias and Kevin Owens, they do get their fair share of cheers. Yeah, you don't usually get a reaction to this, the home sports team like that. You get, yeah. you know, your boos here and there, but nothing to that extent. What, and I was what like, are the Supersonics oh, doing, crap. you know? Well, <laughs> the, the Supersonics are now the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> so, peace out, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook yeah. after a year being there. But shout to Elias and uh, KO for hitting that. Yeah. <laughs> they could have went to the next level and mentioned the fact that one of the greatest soccer to- players in American history, Clint Dempsey, bailed out halfway through this season from the Seattle Sounders. One t- Seattle's not Seattle's not known for their sports anymore. The only thing they got is the Seahawks. Yeah, and even there, they're reeling. But. Now, we touched on it last week. They keep teasing the Dean Ambrose dissension and the shield. Which they went to another level last night. They went to another level last night. Last night's level, I think, they were kind of taking it too far. It was like, all right, come on, you're shoving it down our throat. Now, did they do that because people are thinking like, yeah, this guy's out of here, he's going to turn on them? Or did they do that because, you know, there's multiple reasons they could have done it because I, I'm sure the reaction online mm-hmm. to that whole thing was the same that we had last week. So are they trying to work the fans now? Like, are they making a game out of it? I don't I don't know because last night I think it was a little much. Yeah. Could it be that they're going to they're gonna sell you on the Dean aspect? Oh, Dean's going to turn. Dean's going to turn. I don't think they'll have Rollins turn again. Is this when you turn reigns like we talked about last week? I would think this may be the time to do it. It's a it's a good time to do it, but do you do it with Heyman? Do you give him a mouthpiece? I think, honestly, you give him Heyman and AOP and you make a Samoan stable. Could be sick. You love your Samoans. I do. But uh, If I could do the haka, I would. I can't. Do it. I, I can't. I'd love to. Can we hear your best attempt? Those those mad Samoans. For the oh, universe, yeah. could you do your attempt? No, no, I can't. I'll, I'll have to practice it. All right. Next week, uh, folks. Next, next week, week. Next week. Next we'll week's have a, a new week. for you guys. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they kind of like we're overdoing it with the teasing. I, it, it, it's We use this phrase a lot, and we're going to keep using it, unfortunately. I feel like they were shoving it down our throats, and it was shoving down our throats what people were already thinking, you know, and it could be to kind of throw you off. I mean, Anthony, what's your opinion? Because I don't want to give the final part of my opinion because I know I'm going to lead into something else that we're going to talk about. So what's your opinion on all this? 
The Shields Dogs of War storyline, I think they did find a way to drag this thing out for a while. Um, they're not rushing it, so maybe we're starting to get those slow burns that we've been asking for. I don't think the Shield's going to be breaking up, at least until after Survivor Series. I don't think it's going to be Dean. I think, you know, it could very well be that they just go the separate ways. They might not pull it on anyone, because having Dean be the one to turn now would be too obvious, and... We know that Roman Roman can't be looked at in a negative light by the WWE or its fans, at least in Vince's eyes. I mean, for crying out loud, even the champions with their non-title matches, every champion usually on Raw or SmackDown loses every non-title match they have. Not Roman. Roman had to get the win over Dolph last night. Uh, hats off to Dolph for carrying that match. Um I'm I'm indifferent to the whole Shield storyline. Uh, wherever they go, it's honestly not something I'm that interested in. It's not because it's not been compelling. It has been interesting. I'm just not really a fan of any of those guys. I'm more interested in like a Drew McIntyre and seeing where he goes. I hope that he, at a minimum, is the one that can get the Intercontinental title off Seth Rollins. Now, are you are you saying or are you expecting? the dogs of war to have all the straps? Not necessarily. I don't think this tag team title reign is going to go on for much longer. Um, I'd say, I'd say crown jewel at the latest, uh, they drop the belts. Now, Stephen G, what, what were your final thoughts on, on this whole shield? There's, going down? there's multiple ways they could go. I mean, realistically, you look at um, the fact that, Roman Reigns, um, what you would call it, uh, Roman Reigns, you know, is the champion and stuff, and the possibilities for his future. Um, do you have him go bad guy? Do you have him go rogue, whether it's with your Samoan group, with Paul Heyman by himself? Do you have him go rogue or, you know, whatever, and then this leads into him being a bad guy and doing the bad guy role? And eventually Dwayne Johnson pops back. And at some point gets that title because this is the next thing I was going to talk about. Anthony brought up an article before of an offer that Dwayne Johnson got. Um, Anthony, do you want to enlighten the crowd? So the rumor is that the, the first there's been a couple rumors going out for a couple weeks that The Rock might return and win the Royal Rumble and would challenge Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And that would be your main event. Now there's supposedly a rumor that the. Prince of Saudi Arabia is offering $20 million for The Rock to appear on their show, uh, the next Saudi Arabia show in April, as the WWE Universal Champion. I'm going to interrupt you. Could you say that one more time? How much money are they offering? The rumor is 20 mil. And the total, 24 mil. Because they're saying WWE offered 4 million. So in three weeks, if he took this, they said he could make $24 million if you read into it. <laughs> $24 million in three weeks. This guy is already the richest uh, – is he the richest movie star like or paid actor in a year or is it the richest action um, actor in a year or whatever? Like he's he's at the top of his category or his list yeah, right? of how much he star. made in a year. Um, my dude, they're talking possible $24 million. Okay. $24 million for three weeks worth of work. A break in from the encyclopedia. He was number two last year in 2017 with 65 mil. The only person that made more was Mark Wahlberg at 68. 
Wow. Only $4 million difference, which I'm saying only. But uh, that's shocking because what is Mark Wahlberg doing right now to make that much money? Because realistically, like, you have Daddy's Home 2. Yeah, Daddy's Home 2. Daddy's Home 2, which was good. Okay. So you had Daddy's Home 2. You had that movie he had came out with Ronda Rousey that bombed. Mile, mile 22. No, like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, that one bombed. So it's just shocking he got that money. But, but back he, to also, he also produces bowlers. He does, and he gets his hands into all sorts of different stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyways, what I was getting at is, yes, The Rock making possibly 20 to 24 million just to come back. I mean, it's looking more and more likely. I mean, I would love to see The Rock with the championship. Like you guys said last week, if he comes back, unfortunately, they're probably going to have him lay down to uh, to Roman, his nephew. To Roman, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the only thing I don't agree with because, you know, I'm a fan of The Rock. But it looks like, does this lead to that is what I'm getting at. Eventually, does Roman pull out, go rogue, has his little angles with people in the shield, like Dean Ambrose or Seth Rollins, both, whatever, eventually leading his attitude change or whatever we call it to the rock. Eventually the rock, his family coming back like, yo, what the F are you doing? You know, like, are they going to pull some sort of family role or is rock just going to come and F stuff up, beat Brock Lesnar to get the belt. If he does win it back at that, uh, you know, crown jewel, crown jewel show, you know, there's multiple ways this could go. Um, the article that Anthony brought up, it led me to believe that rock would be going into mania with the belt. Which, that's one part-time wrestler you all know I'm okay with. Because Rock comes back, he doesn't, like, don't get me wrong, he steals a show. It's The Rock. He steals a show wherever he goes. Whatever he does. I watch Ballers every week. I've seen, like, practically every movie he's been in. Um, I see a lot of him in theaters. It's not like I fire stick it, you know. But, yeah, I watch a lot of his stuff, and I'm a fan. He's a humble guy, you know, whatever. But he's not like Brock Lesnar where Brock Lesnar is carrying a belt around for over a year. He defends it seven times. And you hear things like, they're reigning, defending, blah, blah, blah. Bro, you ain't defending shit. Okay? Your title reign is a joke. You show up when you want to, you know? And we've expressed this numerous times, so I'm not going to get into too much detail. There's The Rock, and then there's Brock Lesnar. Rock will come back for a little bit, give the fans what they want, and he exits back to his... You know, movie stars. It's, it's very Jericho esque. Correct. With what he does. And yeah. and that I feel can be done. Like Jericho, he comes back. Like when he does a bad guy role, I'm not saying I'm always entertained. Yeah. Or a good guy role, I'm not always entertained. But you know, you're getting. I don't get mad at it. An extended period of time, and you're going to see him week in and week out. Correct. Yes. Okay. So I they do it right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Brock on their hands is a joke. Rock does it for the money. Rock does it for the passion. Bottom line. It's family. You know what I mean? It's that's Samoan blood in him. Unfortunately, though, Brock, when he appears on the shows, the ratings do go up. So there's that. Um, it's it's business versus passion. That's what it really comes down to. The Rock drives ratings as well, but he enjoys doing it. Um, the problem is, Rock is not readily available as Brock, and that's why we're still getting Brock at time to time. Um, I don't. I don't have a problem with The Rock appearing from time to time because he doesn't take over the show on a consistent basis. He doesn't hold up the title, at least that we've seen. But uh, I think at some point 
you can't keep going back to the well, bringing back the part-timers, bringing back the legends, and expecting that to be your draw. Uh, you're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna get to a point where these guys are not gonna be able to keep coming back and having these matches. You're gonna need to start pushing that new blood. And when is that gonna happen? I'm sure though. I was just trying to think of when. Um, anytime I've been disappointed with The Rock, like one of his comebacks kind of deal. And um, the time that he came back and he did the um, that quick appearance where he lit the sign on fire and then he fought one of the Wyatts. Yes. Mm-hmm. That kind of, I was just like, come on. That was I would have been down for the entrance, do a little speech and leave. The match, unnecessary. It was yeah. a joke. Like, that's one time, like, I'm not like, oh, my God, this was fucking horrible or anything. Like, and yeah. I wish I didn't live through this. But it was enough that I was just kind of like, eh, did they really need to do all that for yeah. him? Like, it, it it didn't make him or break him. Let's put it that way. Right. It didn't, it didn't do anything impressive. It was basically, and if you recall that segment, John Cena was also involved. It was trying to get two of their biggest names of all time to appear in front of the biggest WrestleMania crowd of all time. That's all that came down to. Because they didn't announce that one ahead of time. Rock was not announced to be there. So, it was just trying to make that linkage and say, hey, look at all the names we had. (laughs) Because didn't we all find out that he was backstage or something? like Yeah, something something leaked. Did you watch that at my house? Did we watch that one together? I believe so. I think we did. I yeah. believe so. Yeah. yeah. That may have been the what the last one we watched. We gotta together? go to Fan Fest again. We the three of us gotta pick a day and we all go. I'm curious to see where they're gonna host that because you can't go back to the Dump Izod Center. That's for sure. And you said Javits Center is already taken up with the car show at that point, right? I actually think that the car show is a few weeks after that, so it might be cutting it close, but I, they might be able to pull it off. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they do do it at Izod again, because it's literally they right can't. now. They can't. It's shut down. It's condemned, right? I don't There's think some... it's condemned. It's just they, they needed some major renovations. There's no real true ownership there right now. Nobody runs it. Uh, the state was taking it over, and they've kind of let it go to crap. Um, I have confirmed, though, the international, the New York International Auto Show is starts April 19th, so that's a full two weeks after. Now, do they do it there, or Anthony, would they do a small venue like, for example, where we did Walker Stalker Con? How far is that from MetLife? That is about probably a half hour, 40 minutes, but I don't know if that's big enough. I don't think it's big enough. Yeah, it's pretty cool for the Walker Stalker Con, if there's any Walking Dead fans out there, they're going there in December. That was pretty cool. It was a cool experience, but no, I don't think for FanFest. I think Javits Center is your best option there. Um, the Meadowlands Expo Center, usually the Russell Cons of the world usually run there. So my guess is it'll be Javits Center or they, they might do it at Barclay Center, which would isn't, which isn't ideal, but uh, especially no, – actually, they probably can't even do that because you're going to have TakeOver and Hall of Fame going on at the same time. That, that, what, that wasn't a thing years ago uh, because the Hall of Fame was at MSG that year. And there was no NXT TakeOver. I don't know. Time will tell. we got a couple months before that really will come out. Um, uh, should, we get, should we get to our picks before we go beyond this Saturday? Let's start off with the matches we don't care about. Uh, first off. 205 Live. 205 Live Championship. Cruiserweight title. Cedric Alexander defending against Australia's own Buddy Murphy in front of his home country crowd. Thoughts? I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy. I'm going Buddy Murphy, too. Yeah. In front of his home crowd. I feel like he's been on the come up 
recently. He's kind of been – he's their heel going in, and there's no real big push behind Alexander. So I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy on this one. Yeah, I can't even say see if say if there's a, been a push for him because I don't I don't know about you guys I don't watch 205 live anymore. Um, if there was, they they got to give the Australian fans at least one feel good moment. So maybe maybe this is where they'll do that. I'm as much as I think they're gonna, I think they'll probably lean towards Cedric. I'm gonna pick Buddy for the upset as well. So I'll agree with you guys there. Uh, keeping with that Australian theme, we have a meaningless tag team match. The Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, are facing Asuka and Naomi. But anyways. <laughs> Five-hour runtime, that's been confirmed. Five hours? Five hours. The biggest house show of all time. Five hours. So, man, oh, man, oh, man. I would really love to choose the Iconics because I like them. Um, I love Peyton Royce. She's pretty. Um, How lovely. Forget Ted Dillinger. He's nobody to me. Um, Anyways, um, I'm going to have to go Asuka and Naomi because I really feel like they're going to hand it to them because Asuka's already been talking about leaving and stuff. Like, why are they going to hand her a loss when they're already giving her a BS match? Well, in the old day, in the old days, you put people over on your way out. I I, I think that rumor was bullshit personally. But anyway, I'm gonna go with the Iconics on this one. I think they're gonna put them over. Um, aren't Aren't they from Australia? Yes, they are. That's the other that that was that was my lead in. Those few good Actually, things. Yeah. During... Can I change no, my back? No, no, no. Yes, he can. Oh. Uh... Get you know what? I'm gonna stick Oscar. I'm sticking with Oscar and uh, Naomi. All right, we got we gotta let this guy get a chance to catch up. Stevie G feels the glow. He does yeah. feel the glow. <laughs> Psycho right. your thoughts on this match? I'm gonna. I've totally forgot. I didn't even say anything. It goes to show you how much I care about this match as well. Um, I'm. I agree. I think it's gonna be the Iconics winning. So I'm gonna go with Freddie on this one. Um, I think the Asuka Naomi tag team was just to get Asuka on the card. Uh, because of that international presence she had uh, wrestling most of her career on that side of the world. But, yeah, I think the Iconics are going to win in front of their home country fans. All right, uh, so I'm going to go in what I believe to be the rate of importance on matches. Uh, so let's go to the SmackDown Tag Team titles. We have the New Day defending the belts against the team that ended their record-breaking reign of a few years ago, The Bar. Thoughts? I'm going to go with the bar on this one. Uh, I know this is my third heel tag team or my hurt, my third heel pick of the night. Um, I just think the New Day is kind of running its course. And it's about time we do something fresh. Give the bar the Usos. Give them, uh, you know, Bring over the revival from Raw and let them duke it out with them. I feel like those could be some interesting matches there, but um, I'm kind of over New Day, so I'm going with the bar on this one. Um, I'll agree with you that I'm over New Day. I don't think WWE is at this point, and I don't see them pulling that switch now. I think this is going to be the chance for the New Day to get 
that win back from when they f- dropped the belts to them once and for all. Um, additionally, w- after what happened on SmackDown tonight with that pancake segment and the bar basically laying them out, I'm going to go with that formula where whoever stands tall on Raw or SmackDown uh, usually loses at the pay-per-view. I'm going to go with the New Day. Stevie G. Hmm. I, I'm going to go New Day. I really don't even care about this match. I'm going to go New Day. All right. So uh, from there, we start to get some more meaningful matches. But um, let's go with this one of the special attractions, the return of John Cena to a WWE ring for the first time since, I believe, WrestleMania, teaming up with Bobby Lashley, Leo Rush in Bobby's corner, uh, facing off against Elias and Kevin Owens. Now, before we give our picks, I was more excited when it was originally announced that it was going to be Cena versus KO one-on-one. Uh, when this became a tag team match, especially with Lashley involved, I totally lost interest in this. But Elias and Kevin Owens have really carried the feud. Um, I was curious to see with Leo Rush being Bobby Lashley's manager and spokesperson, so to speak. I was curious to see if that would help Lashley get over. In my opinion, I don't think it's it's working. Um, it seems like most of the segment is Leo Rush just kind of doing a quick hype job and then jumping around like a Mexican jumping bean around the ring while Elias and KO try to catch him. Um, all that being said, I think they're going to go for the feel good here. I think they're going to give it to Lashley and Cena uh, as much as I think Elias and KO's work has more than proven that they should win. Uh, they should be getting that push. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I can see it going to Cena and Lashley just for the uh, the feel-good moment with Cena coming back and him hyping the event so much. You're not going to have Cena lay down on this one, so I'm going to go with Cena and Lashley. I'm going with Cena and Lashley, too. There's no way KO and uh, Elias get this match, even though they realistically should. I, I do hope that that segment last week opened up creative's eyes and those running the company to see that Elias and KO turn chicken shit into chicken salad on a consistent basis. And I hope they do get more of a push out of this after the fact, because as we all said, I don't see it happening on Saturday. All right. So from there, we have a the first of our six-person tag team matches. We have... The Bellas uh, teaming up with Ronda Rousey against the Riot Squad. Um, just to confirm, Liv Morgan has been cleared to be in that match, so it looks like she is past the impact tests and the concussion issues are no longer going to be a problem this coming Saturday in Australia. What's your thoughts, guys? Man, I'm going to go with the, the Bellas and Rousey. I can't see Riot Squad pulling this one out. No chance. Yeah, no way. Not with the money machine being behind Ronda Rousey right now. So um, as much as I'd like to see Riot Squad go over, it's not going to happen. Sorry, ladies. I'm going with Bellas and Riots as well. Or sorry, Bellas and Ronda. Ronda Rousey. I think it would be more interesting to see the Riot Squad win. Um, the, also, the fact that this match will probably lead the setup to the Nikki Ronda match that's rumored for Evolution. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with both of you. I just don't see it happening quite yet. Maybe Nikki and Ronda have a moment of issue, but ultimately they'll pull out the win, and it's, 
the Bellas and Ronda are my pick as well. All right, so from there, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship. We have Becky Lynch, uh, the new champion, three, two or three weeks into her title reign now, defending against the former champion, Charlotte Flair. I'm going to go with Becky Lynch on this one. I can see her retaining and them giving it to Charlotte, maybe at Survivor Series or somewhere down the line, make her chase it for a little bit instead of riding with it for a while like she has in the past. Uh, so my pick here is going to be Becky Lynch. I'm going to go Becky Lynch as well. I don't – I respect Charlotte, but I don't care for her. You just going to copy all my picks now tonight, or – He he didn't pick the bar. He didn't pick the bar. Relax, bro. Just saying. You hear that? There's a storm coming. All right. Oh, and that's my championship that was, ring continuing. That was cute. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think this is going to be the end of the feud. I don't see Charlotte winning it back just yet. Um, I think that we might see that at Evolution. I think that's when we're going to get that rematch. Maybe it'll be a stipulation instead of the new thing, which seems to be let's have the same singles match over and over and over again on consecutive pay-per-views. So, yeah, I'm going to clean sweep from all of us, Becky Lynch, with the win. All right. All right, so from there... We've talked about it quite a bit. Six-man tag match. The Shield facing Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. Before you guys even give your picks, I just don't see them giving the Dogs of War the win. Especially with the way that they laid out the Shield last night on Raw. They're going to continue this push with the Shield, and the Shield's going to win on Saturday. Hold on, Freddy. Let me get my pick in. (laughs) The Shield, all the way. Now you could go. I'm going to go against the green here. I'm going to go with the dog of war. <laughs> well, um, you could be awake to watch us. I you'll, may... You'll be cuddled up next to Miss La Osa. Yeah. <laughs> it is sleeping. the anniversary week, so, yeah. you know. But, um... It's all of our anniversaries. I'm, I'm going to go with the dog of war. <laughs> I feel like um, this may be a point where they can do it where they don't have to drop any of the titles. Um, it could be a point where more dissension is caused between Dean and the rest of the group or whatever the case may be. It, yeah. it, it could be that setting something up for crown jewel or whatever the case may be. This pick. Yep. I'm not going to change my pick. Right. Just so, you know, your best. You don't want to jump on my back on this one. Not, not right. at all. Not I'll carry it. It's I'm the right. Oso. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Remember who's holding your belt. <laughs> I'll keep it clean for you. I clean it daily. <laughs> what? Don't call it back. I've been here for years. I bet she doesn't even realize it's a rap song. <laughs> so uh, cool J, baby. Hello, cool J. He looks puzzled. I figured it was a rap song, thank you. <laughs> and I I didn't know exactly who the rapper was. I'm too white for that. Anyway, yes, I just went there. Or Portuguese, two Portuguese for that. Yo, why does it got to be Portuguese? I'm Portuguese. Portuguese. I know who it is. Portuguese. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, the Portuguese are more likely to listen to rap music than the Italians. Anyway. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, Evan Kujay with a triumphant comeback. More as But tonight, don't call it a comeback. Oh, my God. 
little taste for you guys. <laughs> for you white Portuguese people who have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Through this. We only got two more matches to talk about. Wait, there's still matches on this card? Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. We got three matches. Even worse. All right. Number one contender for the WWE Championship to the winner, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Uh, for those of you that are not watching, haven't watched SmackDown yet, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, The Miz cost Daniel Bryan a match to Shelton Benjamin. What is up with the wins going to these people that are job, glorified jobbers all of a sudden? First we got Connor of the Ascension winning two weeks in a row, and now we got Shelton Benjamin winning a match. That being said... I think I'm going to say um, my pick is Daniel Bryan. I would have normally said The Miz, but after what happened on SmackDown, I'm going to sway the other way. I think it's going to be Daniel Bryan. I'm going Miz on this one. I'm with you. know I was going to go Miz. Yeah, okay. even, you're not carrying <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going the Miz on this because, like I said, I want to see Miz uh, carry these victories out. If he loses a Mania and it's for the title, like if he was to beat AJ Styles for the title, I'm okay. I'm content with that. Um, I've said that the last couple weeks, so I'm going Miz on this one, and I and I hope that's how it goes down. Yeah. All right, and leading in, uh, nice lead in there, Steve. We have the no count out, no DQ match for the WWE Championship. AJ Styles facing Samoa Joe. AJ Styles, I want to give it to Joe, yeah. but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I'd like to give it to the Joe precious too. video game isn't out yet. Yeah. Next week. So I, I'm going to go AJ Styles along with Stevie G on this one. But I would love to see Joe with the win for the record. But yeah. it's I'd, I'd like to see him get a nice little title ring going in WWE as well. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one because up until last week, I would have said definitely Samoa, Samoa Joe couldn't lose for a third time. Uh, the way the storylines played out now where Samoa Joe showed up at AJ Styles' house and AJ begged WWE not to fire Samoa Joe for doing that. Um Normal. Normally, I w it would dictate that AJ Styles should then get the win, based on everything his family's gone through. Um, I think this is the one where they're going to shock us for the third time in a row, and I'll probably be wrong for the third time in a row. I'm going to say Samoa Joe finally gets the belt on Saturday. All right. All right, and then there was one, the the match that's gotten the most hype, the most build up, and the most receding hairlines on the entire card. That was nice. Triple H and The Undertaker. One more time. One more time. 15 mm. years too late. One more time. 15 years too late. Whatever it is. And it's not going to be one more time. It might be the last singles match. But we know that this is going to carry on to Crown Jewel and probably Survivor Series on top of that. That's another rumor. Supposedly the Brothers of Destruction and John Cena and somebody else would face DX and two other people. I don't see why Cena would be teaming with the Brothers of Destruction, but okay. I think that's another bullshit rumor. Did you see this picture of Cena that surfaced? Where he looks like he's doing all steroids? of the steroids in yeah. Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah, and his hair is longer than mine. Yeah. So. Maybe you need to get on the juice. No, oh, maybe. Maybe that's what it well, is. We don't know what is, what, how it's affected his dick. I mean, Nikki won't go back to it, so maybe it's had some sort of effect, the steroids. Mm. I, I like my dick. If you're gonna if you're gonna start roiding up, you're also gonna need to go to the gym because otherwise that shit's just gonna make you fat. And I I don't recall you being a gym rat. I just can't see it. I have a gym membership. 
Judgment free zone though. It's Why judgment free. I'm switching to crunch now. Thanks. Oh, you're switching to crunch? I'm gonna switch to crunch. I was gonna that say comment. The, the Bear Cave Studios is not judgment free zone. Well, we will. You know what? Shit on black. Wait till my location, my current work location. Wait till Gold's gym opens there in December, and then when I'm at the gym with the, all the roid, roid rage freaks, watch what I turn into. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna walk in here. I'm not gonna be able to. You fit know through what, your You know what you need to do if here. you want to get into fitness. I need to call your friend. You need to call the Bear Cave Strength. Our good friend Bruce Bruce McLee. Yeah, Bruce Cave. McLee. Thank Bear you, Cave Bruce Strength. McLee. Cheap plug, cheap plug. Cheap Let's plug. go. There we go cheap for plug. Bruce McLee. Bruce McLee. Let's go. So check him out, ladies and gentlemen, on Instagram, Bear Cave Strength. Is that is that his thing? Should yeah. I go follow him? Yeah, go follow him. This guy is a beast, though. Yes. Any of your nutrition and sports training needs, find him on Instagram. I hope his mom appreciates the plug we just threw him. We, we just threw him a plug. We'll, we'll let her know. But that's what we we'll do. let her know. That's family. Yeah, it so is. We take care of family. It is. But we digress. We've got the final, <laughs> final match on the card. Uh, All right, final match of the card. Uh, I'm going with DX on this one. I'm going with Triple H. DX isn't fighting. Oh, okay, Triple H. I'm going with Triple H. I'm really thinking. You see, here's the thing. I feel like I should go Triple H because Undertaker's always like, you know, has the most wins, I want to say, mm-hmm. in this category. Um, at least two of the bigger wins being WrestleMania, the ones that people remember. Um, I want Triple H to win. Like, I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of Undertaker fans out there. I could care less about any of y'all. I, one of my good friends is a huge Undertaker fan, and, you know, I I could care less. Undertaker's good, but don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that people should be bowing down to him, all right? And um, I'd rather see Triple H come out the victor in this. I'd rather see DX come out the victor when they do their little tag team match down the road. Um, I'd rather see DX come out the victors overall, like, because I'm sorry, Kane ain't doing shit. All right, he's not carrying that name. Bro, go concentrate on being the mayor because the only reason you'll get a win is because you're teaming with The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. All right, because if it was you involved with someone else and being involved with DX, you're not getting the win. It's always the person that you're with, okay? You're brought back just to keep the name alive, but I don't think he's as big of a name as he used to be. Like, people don't care for him as much. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just my personal feelings, but I'm not. I'm not a fan of Kane lately. Are, Are you saying that he's going back to his Isaac Yankum days where he's just a body at this point? I would probably enjoy him coming back with the fucked up teeth and, uh, you know, the drill music. Uh, I thought that was cause a corny uh, impression of it. I guess he's not going to do it. Of Isaac Yankum? I could, no, I can't. I can't even do an imitation of him. It's a lie you can't do, but you do it. So I thought maybe you were going to go for it. We we love. Okay. I guess I won't be doing imitations anymore. I didn't think they were that terrible. Jeez. <laughs> I, enjoy enjoyable. I enjoy them. I enjoy them. I don't want to be caught in a red light while you're doing them, though. Stevie G's, <laughs> Stevie G's just being a hater tonight. That's what he's being. No, I'm playing the role. He's just riding my picks tonight, so it's all right. We get it. So he's the cheap imitation. He's the second coming of Diesel, huh? Yeah. And Stevie G's got a little bit of road rage. It's what it is, but whatever. Yeah. It's your pick now, sir. (laughs) Who did you pick? I picked Triple H, right? You, but you, then you said, I really want to pick Triple H. I really hope he's going to win. And then I was like, okay, so he's not going that way. 
Listen, okay, because at one point you guys described me as a champion like Brock Lesnar, even though I've clearly proven I'm not, um, I'm going to take the Brock Lesnar role and say I don't care about this title. I could survive life without this title. I'm a big name by myself, so I don't care if I win or if I lose um, this whole pay-per-view championship. So I'm going Triple H. I'm going where my heart belongs, and that's my boy Triple H. Quick promotion. Um, The drink of choice tonight by me and El Oso is Oktoberfest by Sam Adams, and that's why I'm acting like this. Back to your pick, Anthony. (laughs) Okay. Did Sam Adams pay for that? I don't know. Free plugs? I thought we didn't do that on this show. Hey, if it leads to real plugs, we'll take it. So. All right, road trip to the Sam Adams factory outside of Boston. Wait, when we do that, can we also end up at the Cape Cod Potato Chips factory? Because I really want to go there. <laughs> and then we can steer over to Vermont to Ben and & Jerry's. And ICG will not be jacked like John Cena. Yo, shut up. <laughs> Listen, you know damn well when you get a bag of those Cape Cod chips, forget it. It's over. It's like, I, I got the bag yesterday, and I, I got two bags. I got one for home and one for my job because they were like two for five dollars or some crap like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even really a sale. I saved like sixty cents. Whoopee! <laughs> but the one at my job, I opened it today and there's like literally like twenty percent of the bag left. It's so bad. Do we add hashtag fat boy status at the end of this? Wow. I'm hey, done now. I'm good. Pack of orcs. You can't. <laughs> you were upstairs before. He was just arguing with I his was. son over the thing of Oreos. With with Minnie Oso. Yo, and Minnie Oso straight up just Minnie grabbed Oso. the three that were remaining, and I'm sitting there watching them argue, and I'm like, yo, Minnie Oso is grabbing yeah. the last three, and then he offered Freddie one still, but yeah. still, I watched him grab the three, the three, and I kept it to myself, but in my head I was going, this yeah. kid's a boss. He's just grabbing the right, the three as he argued with you, the last three. Minnie Oso takes after me with the Oreos. Yo, Oreos. But what do you got encyclopedia? Who do you got on this one? That wasn't an Oreos plug, by the way. Yeah. Here I was going to give you some credit for saying you didn't want to throw the Cabot Cheddar Factory tour in on your way to Ben & Jerry's. I don't know about that one. So now if you don't know, now you know. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, Wait, did oh, you just oh, rap? Oh, oh. This just happened. Yeah, now you know. Huh? Oh. <laughs> wow. Please tell me that's like on a CD or your USB stick or something in your car that you knew that. It probably is, although most of my rap on my on my phone is Eminem and DMX. Um, Sin Effect. Was that now? You know you had the Rex Sin Effect album. The now this is rap. <laughs> Volume seventeen. I actually had the I actually had the whole album with Rum Shaker on it. Nice. Yo, tell me about your best album ever. He had the Shaquille O'Neal album. <laughs> I had that on tape. I had it on tape. I had the Shaq Diesel single. So I'm with you, Encyclopedia. Only on the Sports Frenzy podcast sold out do we go from wrestling to food to old rap music, cassette tapes, and crappy rap music, and good as well. But we still bring it back with Shaquille O'Neal being on WrestleMania. Yes. So it's a giant circle. Full circle. And you're welcome. Full circle. <laughs> Let's go. And as Shaq said, you know I got skills, man. You know I got skills, man. Yeah. Yo, go. go ahead. Give your pick. I got to find that song. I'm looking. <laughs> this would be the ideal candidate match to have a draw to lead into the 
tag team match we know is going to come at Crown Jewel, but I'm going to agree with you guys. I think it's time Triple H finally gets a win on the main event level against The Undertaker. Um, I don't think it's just going to end with that match. There's going to be some aftermath going on, but yeah, Triple H finally gets his win on the big stage against Undertaker. Yo, Jeff, won't you give me a hoop or beat or something, something that I can go to the park to? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Found it. Sound dope. You want to fight? Come fight me. I get dirty after dark. Got teacher like Spielberg. You get your ass kicked in the park. You don't believe me? The proof is in the pudding. Been a boy in the hood way before Cuba Gooden. I fit straight with the mad Paul Scott freeze. Music, please. I dribble around like basketball. I'm Anthony is lip-syncing this whole song right now for you people who can't see. <laughs> that, was, that was just a taste. That was just a taste of for you guys. Shaquille O'Neal. The Diesel. <laughs> I'm downloading that tonight. I'm going to rip it off that YouTube video. <laughs> All right, so I think we got through our picks, right? Yeah. We got through our picks, so... Uh, there's been a taste of some other stuff that's been going on. First off, we have the Evolution event being the next one after the Super Showdown. We finally got a promo about that pay-per-view. We had a moment of bliss last night. Nah, womp. I thought it was pretty damn funny. It, yeah, I thought it was great what she did. I mean, it was nothing like amazing, but, you know, you can't take an amazing woman like that and expect her to carry an entire show on her back. Here we go. You know, I sit back and enjoy Stevie G's Alexa Bliss credit for this. Her week. story was so great that I actually, I actually teared up a little bit. I'm oh, like, wow. wow, Chris Stratus did that, you bitch. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> cardboard cutout, cardboard cutout. Christmas, birthdays, December 18th. Thank you. Alexa's come a long way from that horrible "This Is Your Life" segment with Sasha Banks last year, one of the lowest rated segments of Raw until the last two weeks. Raw record-breaking low ratings. They actually did worse than last week. Wow, that's not good. What do they care? They got their contracts renewed already. They're not going to make an effort. But also the Monday night game was a good game that went into the fourth quarter. Well, all games go into the fourth quarter. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said Stevie G doesn't listen to the Frenzy podcast (laughs) as everybody else does. He's a hater. But um, yeah, that uh, that Chiefs game went in deep into the fourth quarter. It's still being close. This is a wrestling podcast, okay? It is. But we did talk UFC, so suck it. But uh, yeah, so because Brock Lesnar competed in both. He did. He did. I guess we could say those half the NFL players after their retirement try to show up on a wrestling show anyway. So all right, we'll give you that one. Um, there we go. Now, what do you guys think? So, a couple things. I'll throw out some of the stuff that I saw coming down. First off, uh, what do you guys think of this new thing where we're actually getting multiple WWE shows being promoted at the same time? We saw Crown Jewel, Evolution, and Super Showdown all mentioned last night on Raw. Is this the new norm? Are we actually getting slow burn? Or is it just because of the way the schedule worked out that they are forced to promote three shows at once? And this is not the norm. This is just a rare exception. This is them taking on too much at once, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's it's not a it's not a slow burn. I think it's kind of them trying to figure out what they're gonna do with this. It's 
a bit on their a bit too much on their plate. Okay, what what about Sasha Banks? There's been no talk of uh, other than the fact that she's injured and was out of the mixed match challenge. Nothing's been brought up since then. Any thoughts on that? Um, honestly, I I it's a bad that it didn't even make a difference that she hasn't been on Raw or been promoted or been mentioned. They're too busy focusing on having the Mixed Match Challenge carry on to Raw and SmackDown this time around. She She's a great talent, and she can hold her own in the ring. She's one of the four horsewomen, but her recent storyline is killing me, and I can't deal with it. Maybe they keep her off TV even when the when she's cleared from, to return from that injury, and then we finally get the heel turn that should have happened a long time ago. It could be time for it. Rumor is Adam Page was offered a contract for WWE and turned it down. Thoughts? Wow. Hangman Adam Page? Wow. That's the rumor. Wait, he turned it down, really? Yeah. That's the rumor. I don't. I, again, I'm calling BS on that one too. But that's who they go for out of all these guys. Not saying Adam Page is bad because he's a great talent, but like I would have expected Marty first, even like Young Bucks. I mean. I'm sure Young Bucks, I know they've given their opinion on it. Cody's given his opinion on it, but I didn't see it being... But the rumor Adam, I've heard like, on him is that... On who? He, on Adam. That he didn't say no, but he said not right now. And that he wants them all to come over as a group. Cody was quoted earlier this week as saying that, who knows, maybe January the WWE gets invaded by Bullet Club. I Again, I'm... If you're gonna bring these guys over, if you're gonna bring these guys over, you gotta do an invasion, NWO yes. style, you know, whatever. You gotta do an invasion, mm-hmm. WCW invade uh, WWE, things like that. That's how you gotta bring these Bullet Club guys go, over. And I agree, do it with a group. Go full DX invading WCW. I mean, you could do that, but do here's my thing. Here, here's my thing. Do you bring over? If you could pull this off. Do you bring over Hangman? Do you bring over Skrull? Do you bring over, um, whatchamacallit, um, the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes all at once, right? And whoever else they want to bring. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing their little invasion, and oh shit, in the middle of the invasion, AJ Styles jumps in on it. Balor jumps in on it. Gallows and Anderson, like, they turn their back on WWE. Even though that's kind of been done before. It would still be freaking amazing. I think I think you be, can do it. It would be it would be satisfying. I think you can do least. it and it could work. Correct. If yeah. you do it this could way, could you imagine they and did all like, the stars align? It would be perfect. like a twenty man tag elimination match. Let's just throw it out there. Ten guys on each side, right? And Bullet Club's like, oh yeah, let's say they have five or six. The rest of our guys will unveil at the pay per view. They have AJ, they have Finn Balor, and they have uh. Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson on the WWE side, and then when the music hits, they don't come out. But when Bullet Club's music hits, they come out with them, and it's like, oh shit, you're already down four guys. Like, it would it would be a little much because it's like, oh my god, this match has just gone to hell. But who cares? It would be awesome. It would work. It that would work. work. Anthony, your opinion because you didn't seem to agree with my craziness just now. No, that wasn't it. You took exactly what I was going to say and ripped it out of my mouth, so I got nothing more to say. You're like, damn it. Which part? Because I want to know how CVG, the average man co-host, thought like the Brainiac, the encyclopedia. I want to know how you became the average man when you're the three champion sports frenzy guy right now. 
So can I have your permission to say it once? Am I the whole show right now? Because I have three belts on me? You're like the half Yeah. <laughs> That's just because this guy hosts two sides of the Sports Frenzy <laughs> podcast. He gets to keep that title. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. But, uh, no. What part of it were you going to say that I just said? Whether I wanted to hear your thoughts on if Finn, AJ, and the Good Brothers would end up as part of that if they did come over. You have to. I feel like you have to do it that way. Yeah. Okay, what if those guys don't sign, but you still put those four in as the WWE version of the Bullet Club, where they actually use the name, and now you have Bullet Club in New Japan, in Ring of Honor, in WWE. But they... They could have done that all this time. Yeah. Why haven't they? they haven't. I mean, let me ask you this. It's Wasn't there rumors at one point of them doing a Nexus invasion again? Like um, an NXT invasion of WWE? Because I could have sworn some of the ru- rumors were uh, Adam Page's crew and uh, – not Adam Page. Oh, my God. Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Him and his crew and some of the other NXT guys jumping in. and. You know what? That was part of that Survivor Series match that uh, uh, I referenced earlier that was rumored. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and some members of NXT against Undertaker, Kane, John Cena, and some a few others. So it's possible. Um, I don't know. It could be now that with the success Bullet Club had with All In, that maybe maybe Vince will at least hear it from his scouts and his team that these guys are legit. You got to give them more credit. Not that they're necessarily a legitimate threat, but they are getting over and they don't need the machine behind them to do it. Maybe we should be getting on board with this in some way. Full creative control. I don't see that happening. All right. That's, and that's why I don't think you're going to see Cody and the young bucks ever in WWE. And that's fine. I think the young bucks are better off staying out of it. Uh, Cody's proven that he could, he could work with the machine, but he's enjoying what he's doing. So I don't see it happening. I think it was Cody just trying to throw some, some, throw smoke. some yeah, throw some smoke there. All right. Um, couple others I read. Uh, Rey Mysterio's rumored return now will be at SmackDown 1000 two weeks from tonight on October 16th. Thoughts? Uh, personally, I don't really give a crap. I could care less if Mysterio comes back. Let him stay on the independent circuit, but they, he he signed, so it's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm more interested in the other return coming at 1,000, not Mysterio, but it will be nice to see Ray show up. Uh, the return of Evolution, who never actually appeared in SmackDown as a faction. Can can they bring in? Uh, Shaw Guerrero, I would be very down for that. I don't know if, if you guys have seen her Instagram lately, but yeah, I'm down. If she was if she was already signed in developmental, this actually would be a great time to bring her up with her real life husband Aiden English to feud with Rusev and Lana. But I don't, I just don't see it happening. Um, all right. Steven, any thoughts on Mysterio? I think it's cool he's coming back. All right. A couple others I'll just mention quickly. First, this has been rumored several years in a row, but supposedly WrestleMania 36, the announcement will be coming up at the end of this month, and the rumored location is Minnesota, uh, home of the Vikings. Any thoughts on that? No, I still kind of want to see it come to Philly. 
At some point, it's supposed to come to Philly, and I would rather see it in Philly, but that's just me. I don't see them going 90 miles down the road from where they have in this year's, but I think Philly would be a better location, except the small problem with it being outdoor, where at least Minnesota, I believe, has a is supposed to have a roof over it. You've got the roof there, and it's a brand new stadium. WWE kind of likes to go into these new stadiums and set attendance records, so I would be surprised if it's Minnesota on that one. It'd be interesting because it's not a. I don't. Sorry to our Minnesotan listeners if there are any, but I just don't feel like Minnesota is a big location where they would normally go to. Um, so it'd be a change, but then again, they did run two back to back in Atlantic City. So. Yeah. And then this has been rumored for several years. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, there's rumors that the return of a possible tiered plan for WWE Network's coming. So, four plans. Yeah, it's. I, I heard this the other day. Am I going to get rid of my network? It's possible. So, there'd be a free plan, which supposedly would eat, feature five hours of archived material, five-minute video clips, and a 24-7 live stream that would feature WWE content, but would not include pay-per-views, NXT, or the Cruiserweight Classic. Um it would be kind of like Hulu's original free content without a subscription. That's plan one. Plan two, four ninety nine a month, would feature the network, with the exception of NXT and its takeovers. Uh, it would have the limited commercials, and it would actually give them access to the big four pay-per-views. I would think, if anything, they could get more money for the big four. But anyway, the third option would be the current one we have as far as a price point, nine ninety nine. It would be as it currently exists, but NXT would actually air live every week. Okay, so there's nothing again wrong with that, I don't think. I'll keep my nine ninety nine. Okay. And then fourteen ninety nine, it would be commercial free. It would include the live version of NXT. It would include a weekly cruiserweight classic series. I thought that was two oh five live, but anyway. Um it it would include access to independent wrestling content such as TNA and Ring of Honor. I'm calling bullshit on that part. Um here's the here's the one that I find interesting. Uh Fan perks, including early ticket ordering access, uh, the right to actually vote in the WWE Hall of Fame uh, every year to help determine who actually goes in. Uh, this is the big one that I think is missing. Offline content downloads you can actually download onto your device. Uh, there were, there's also some exclusive second screen content, invites to VIP meetups, uh, small group chats. I think that offline content download, that would be the big one for me. Um, as much as I wouldn't want to pay the fourteen ninety nine, that offline content viewing right there would be a huge difference for me. There's so many times that I'm commuting on a train or going somewhere where I know I'm going to get a shit signal that without Wi-Fi where I would actually like to be able to download before I left wherever I'm starting from and have it on my phone or tablet before I got there. Any thoughts? Would you guys stick with the nine ninety nine? Would you go up? Would you go down? I'd probably go fourteen ninety nine, maybe it's fine. I like the fourteen ninety nine just for the voting on bless you. Sorry. Just on the voting of the uh Hall of Fame. That intrigues me. But um the rest honestly you can go to the yeah, fire yeah, stick yeah. And, and watch it for free without having to pay nine ninety nine. But that's just me. Okay. Alright, so that's everything I got. Um, before we go, we're going to give you the Northeast Wrestling update. Um, have they signed more people since we talked last week? Yes, Scott Hall was added to the show, um, which definitely 
has my boy uh, Freddie Aloso over here excited. Um, how do you feel about that? Just two. So that's his boy. That's his idol. Um, we all knew that was going to excite this man uh, greatly. Um, tickets are still available for this show. Um, they did sign a couple more matches. Um, RVD versus Jack Swagger for the Northeast Wrestling title. We're plugging Hale Collins, okay? We feel Hale Collins should be in that match. We're waiting to see what he gets Friend of the and... show, Hale Collins. That's right. We appreciate you, Hale, and we hope to be having you on here soon. And we went online, and, uh, you know, we all did our little um, comments, and I went hard on it at times, um, about the fact that Hale Collins should be in that match, or he should be the one having the match. But make it triple threat. All He's right? getting a hard on now just talking about it. The, all right, that's a little much. Um, Big Bacon will be facing uh, Pierre Carl Collette. As you know, King Brian Anthony, David Arquette, that one-on-one match is happening. We already know Ray Phoenix and Kenny Omega. Something signed in the uh, last week, Darby Allin versus Pentacon Jr. All right, so that should be a sick match. And we got our grab for the gold match, the ladder match. That has some good guys going in there. I mean, I know uh, JT Dunn was added to it. Um, Anthony's boy, which the joke was, is he going to get his first win? But he's probably not. Um, the Man Scout will be in that match as well. We're still waiting to see where Hale Collins goes. We're hoping to see some women get on this card. Yeah. Um, but we're still over a month away, and the card is far from being complete. So we'll keep giving the updates every week. Um Sports Frenzy Podcast fans, we're giving you a heads up now. I'm not giving you any information as to who. Keep watching. Next week, we plan to have an interview as part of the episode from uh, Northeast Wrestling and other wrestling organizations. And um, there will also be another surprise interview coming up. Um, Fitness and model and works in the wrestling industry with one of the biggest names in the business. That interview will be coming up soon, too. So One One of the GOATs. Works with one of the goats. I guess we should leave it at that because I think we're going to reveal who she works with during the interview. Yes, we will. All right. So we're going to leave that to mystery, but Stay tuned that interview the, is coming on the up. social media pages for that. Okay. We, you know, we're going to drop the pictures when we have these interviews coming up. So we got some fun stuff coming up over the next month, and we're hoping to have some more Northeast Wrestling um, superstars on our show to, uh, you know, Talk to them, hear what they got to say, answer some questions for us. If you guys got questions, well, we know who we're having for sure. We will, You could submit them if you wanted to. Yeah. We'll, we'll ask Submit them. some questions. The Sports Frenzy Podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us your questions. If you got any questions, we'll be more than happy to throw them out to our guests. Yep. Uh, you could also, like, message us on the Sports Frenzy Podcast Instagram. Yep. My Instagram, CVG1218. Anthony's Drew for 316. We, the three of us communicate very well, decently. We don't fight all the time. So uh, definitely shoot those messages to us because we'll so, make sure. So here, we'll, we'll throw this out there for you guys listening right now. The day of the interview, we will post early that morning who is on the interview with us. Okay. And that way you guys can get your questions in. If you guys got any questions, that we will we'll pick a couple and we'll ask whoever our guest may be that evening those questions. So all right, we'll we'll post it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere you can find the Sports Frenzy podcast. We will post it and let us know what you guys think. 
send in your questions. And with that being said, that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you guys for listening. Find the boys on Instagram. I just said CBG1218, right, right. G for 316. Yeah, that just happened. <laughs> Find them both on Instagram. Follow the Sports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook. The Sports Frenzy Podcast on Instagram. The Sports Frenzy Pod on IG. Find us on Apple, Google, everywhere you listen and download your podcast content. Find us there. Also find us on Team Left Jab. Find their link in our bio uh, under their post. It's in there. We'll also post a, a link to their site in, um, in the episode content as well. So thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. And uh, be the friends, you guys. Peace.